podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to brand new TAT pod. I'm your host, Ben, and today I am joined by a debutant on the podcast, Elliot. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing sound. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Great to have you on, mate. Great to be part of the team. And joining us as well is Shakes. Oh, he's not ready. I'll I'll give him a minute and then I'll get him back on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll get Shakes on as soon as he's ready. Uh, Let's give him a thumbs up, I assume. He's ready yeah, to go. Sir, How are you, mate? I'm good, man. So I was interesting. I had to pick up my daughter. So no worries at all, mate. No worries at all. You, you, I would end up. We're good. Yeah, man. Uh, well, apart from the football, everything's good, bro. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how it seems it. to be it. this year for me. But um, I hear it. Just a quick um thing as well. Um, the last few podcasts haven't been on Spotify. That's something on our end. I had to delete some of the recordings. Um, so that's my fault. That's on me. But this one and the future podcasts will be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as they usually are. So if that is your preferred choice, um, sure, yeah, you can catch us on the um, Shigs is just sorting his camera out. But guys, we're going to get straight into it. Um, Shigs, you're going to have to forgive us, mate, because we've done this podcast a million times, haven't we? I was just talking to Elliot. <laughs> we've been in this exact same <laughs> position where we've gone against a, a good team, a good side, a big game. We've got to win. Yeah. We've been deluded enough to think, oh, you know what? We might actually do something now. And then we just yeah. got a slap in our face. We're humbled. Yeah. And you know what, Shigs? We're actually foolish enough to keep keep thinking it. It's gonna if we beat Man City we're, at the we're, Etihad, we're, we're gonna addicts, we're gonna man. think we're it again. We keep thinking. <laughs> we need that hit, man. <laughs> so Shigs, we'll start from the beginning. We'll make our way through. This is we usually start from the team news. Let's go back to the start. Yeah. So it's yeah. half past eleven on Saturday morning. The team news comes out. I think there's one change, isn't there? I think Stefan comes in for Henderson. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, mate? I, um, I was kind of disappointed. That, I can't believe I'm saying this. I was kind of disappointed that Henderson didn't start. But mm. apart from that, I couldn't I, I couldn't fault it. Because Elliot played well against United. He deserved his place. But I just thought, it's a 12-30 kickoff. We don't normally play well in these things. You need a captain, and I'm going to get onto Virgil later. But we're going to we need a captain. So, and but apart from that, I wasn't too, too disappointed. That was the only change I, I was just I didn't understand. But I get it. Fair enough. Mm. I was happy with the lineup. I don't know how you lot felt about it. Yeah, I mean, Elliot, what, what was your thoughts, mate? I mean, yeah, I, no, I saw I, a lot of stuff about the midfield and the lightweight yeah. of it, and. Yeah. yeah, I think that was kind of my my thought. My first thought is uh, one change is fine after obviously the weekend before, but I, I just think uh, there's the whole experiment thing with Elliot as well. I know he played well against, very well against United, but then there's always the kind of debate, is he in the midfield, is he a winger? And especially alongside Pesetic, who's young himself and kind of weak himself against the Bournemouth side, who want to dominate the midfield, and especially considering it's been Liverpool's weak point this season. I did think, I do agree with you, Shakes Henderson probably should have been in that starting, starting line. Yeah, I agree. Um, completely agree with both of you there. I think it's easy to sit here and speak on Henderson and how he's been this season, Fabinho as well. But I feel like for these away games against, let's be honest, a very physical side, especially in the midfield. Um, I wasn't sure about the midfield in that game, but you know, it's nothing against Stefan, it's nothing against Harvey. They've both been, in my opinion, really good this season. Um, I know there's a weird agenda on Harvey Elliott, but it is what it is. Um, We'll see. We'll, we'll go on and talk about players individually more and more as we go along. And Card there says, uh, it's easy to go up for the big games, but the smaller teams is how you win a league or get to four shocking mentality. And that's going to be a big part of this podcast. We're going to get on to the mentality side of things once we discuss the game. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the game. We're going to talk about Madrid tomorrow and what the rest of the, the season might hold for us. Um, and just quickly, side note, on this Jude Bellingham thing, there's not, not really an update. It's just the Spanish press doing what they do best, just looking for clicks. So after we'll see what happens in the summer. After that performance on Saturday, I wouldn't be surprised if said, no, you're right, lads. No, I, I disagree. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think you'll be poor. But anyway, we'll, we might get on to Jude at some point later in the podcast. But Equinox, thanks for tuning in, mate. Um, let's get things started then, boys. I mean, we start the game 
on the front foot. And I was actually quite optimistic because there were chances. The biggest one of the lot was Virgil's header, which was cleared off the line by Jefferson Lerma. Um, and you know what? Just, just quickly, Ben. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I saw we were playing in that white kit, my, my, confidence, <laughs> yeah. my confidence levels There's a reason down, why bro. I don't I just, have it, bro. That, that <laughs> kit, yeah. Ever since United tapped us in the, in the, in the, pre, in the pre-season game 4-0, that kit is, oh, I hate it when we It was before then, mate. As soon as I seen the first kit, I thought, that can't be the kit. Yeah. That can't <laughs> be the kit. Like, Nike, surely not. But it was, and yeah, yeah, like, I, it was just I, bad I vibes ever in. since it was. No, 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 you're right. You're spot on. Um, let's just get rid of this kit and wear this lovely green one that's right behind me. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, the, the game started. We had a couple of chances. Virgil's header was cleared off the line. And Elliot, when you see, you know, us, us starting off quick and getting chances and, you know, it's easy to think like, oh, we're actually going to be all right here. But do you think there's a case to be had where this team, this season, when we, we started off on the front foot, which we have a few times this season, but it's not quite gone in. They like, I don't know, they just sort of get a bit naive and think, oh, we'll, we'll score anyway sometime soon. Or what is it that just makes us I think, think like we're not I, I do score. think there's there's maybe a bit of an underlying arrogance there because I think you go back to the, you're going back a long, long way now when you think of the seasons where <laughs> Liverpool won the league and won the Champions League. They had the right to be arrogant and they had the right to be arrogant last season, but you saw it fading away in the last yeah. few months of last season. I think yeah. it's it's fair to say. And I think I think there is, there still is an underlying arrogance, and maybe it comes from the management, maybe it comes from the players on the pitch. But as you said, we started off well, and I was excited. You know, Nunes Gakpo have been against United. They were they were really nice to watch, and it was fun. And Gakpo's like getting in, involved so much, getting in that deeper role, and it's exciting. And you think, yeah, you know what, Liverpool might might just take Bournemouth and just absolutely rip them to shreds. But then, yeah, maybe the arrogance comes in, and the, the naivety comes in, and they think, oh, we'll win this anyway. But then, then they can't cope with Bournemouth actually showing off. That's it, mate. We can't cope. And let's just get straight in there, Shiggs. Um, Ali, he nails it there. Um, we couldn't cope with Dom Solanke as Trent Alexander-Arnold for out. He played a terrible switch pass. Uh, and this is before the goal, by the way. So the warning signs were there for this team, for the manager, for everyone to see. Um, what's that lad's name? Was it Dango? Yeah, yeah uh, uh, no, a bit. Was it Billet? No, I was no Dango, the guy that tried to take it past Allison and from the tight angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, had Dango. Two, yeah. He, he had yeah. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that, tar, that, yeah. that chance before the goal, mate, the warning signs were there, weren't they? For Virgil van Dyke, for Trent, for everyone, Robertson. So he's got Trent's tried to switch the ball across the pitch. I think it was Solanke who takes it past Virgil, like he wasn't even there. Uh, just plays a ball into Dango, who's just around the whole length of the pitch, tried to take it around Allison. Fortunately, he's missed got, it because of a tight yeah, angle. So at, at that point, Shiggs, right, you're thinking, okay, we've seen this before, haven't we? Um, you know, at what point does there have to be changes there? Because it was pretty early on in the game, mate, where they looked worrying. Get what I, I'm, I'm going to do a Guardiola impression now. Twice. <laughs> Twice. Twice before that. So the one that was just offside and that one. At some point... <sighs> I'm trying to be composing because I'm going to lose it. Like, what I was saying earlier in terms of what I said about what, what did Henderson to start? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Van Dyke, you're the captain. You'll get you're on to captain. Van Dyke, bro. We'll get on to Van Dyke. No, no. Dijk, I'm, but I'm, before that, before 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 we're going to get into the goal, because I'm going to unleash on that guy for the goal. But before the goal... You are the captain. You are the one that says, right, okay, right, this guy keeps getting, they keep doing long ball and we keep getting beat. Let's drop for the next 10 minutes. Let's drop a little bit deeper so they're not running in behind. Because it was clear to see our midfield, it wasn't, they weren't able to control the game. After the, after that, the header was cleared off the line. It's like Bournemouth grew up, grew in, grew in confidence and belief. And they started yeah. just attacking us. And it's just like, okay. Regardless of whether it's bottom of the league, Bournemouth, you've seen Southampton went to Chelsea and won there. Well, we've lost to Forest, mate, and Leeds when they were both bottom as well. Right. Let's, let's listen. Hey, drop back a little bit. Let's make sure we're compact and let's try and just see out this 10 minutes and then, and then get back on top. But we didn't do that. And it was just like, it just, it just snowballed from there. And then, Canate, you'd have thought Canate was the older defender in that game. Mm. Or was that just me? 
No, I agree. And I, I think it's, there's, there's a good point there, just touching on the, the point you make about no matter if they're 20th place. And Elliot, like, what is it? Because these teams, right, for, in my opinion, away from home, like, they're going to leave that pitch with no regrets on there because they, they're fighting for every single possible yeah, point they can get. Well, and it's absolutely. like, we just go into these games and think, you know what, we're going to roll these over. And it's just, when you're coming up against a team that are fighting for their life, you, you can't you can't have that sort of mentality, can you? No, I don't. I, not at all. But I do think if you want to take away maybe the mentality type of thing, I do think it comes from the setup. Still, I think I mentioned before, Bessetic and Elliot next to each other, that I think you have the chance early on and then Bournemouth get gain confidence, as you said, Shiggs. But you have maybe a Henderson in there or even a Milner. I know Milner mm. gets criticised quite heavily, but I, I, I think maybe you have him in there and maybe next to Elliot. You have someone stopping the original balls coming through to Fabinho and then you have Liverpool on the front foot already. They're cutting through with the high press. Maybe maybe the mentality is there. I, I do agree that is some sort of issue this season. I've been quite shocked by it. But looking at the setup purely, I do think it's maybe wrong at times against those teams at the bottom of the yeah. table. Did you, did, just quickly, did you see when Elliot bounced off Billings? Was it Billings? Yeah. When he bounced off uh... Long day. Um, but after that, yeah, we, you know what? Like, there was a couple of chances there, but. We actually had a bit of promising play and um, Elliot pings one into Nunes who heads it down to Gatpo and it's offside, yeah. unfortunately. And at that point, you're thinking, oh, you know what? We're actually starting to time. get a bit of yeah momentum behind us. But again, Shiggs, it doesn't go in. Um, and it's like a tennis match at this point. Both teams trying to get a goal. And one simple ball for our defenders that we have seen time and time again this season. Crystal Palace, when Zaha scored, you know, all of these these type of teams that play against us, all it takes is one simple ball through our defence, which, by the way, let's point out, used to be the most robust defence. It used to be the most solid defence, most compact defence, the most perfect defence that I've seen in my lifetime at Liverpool. Uh, I know that's not really hard, by the way, in 25 years. We've had some (laughs) terrible defences. But Shiggs, what is it, mate? Why is it so easy for... Um, so, let, let, let's break it down. It was one simple ball for all of the defenders. Dango, who we already know has caused us problems. Um, it was Robertson and Virgil both at fault for this, in my opinion. Nah, I think nah, more nah. so Virgil van Dijk than Robertson. And then he puts the ball in. Uh, Canate miskicks it. I'm not going to blame it, him. Yeah. And then there's a tap-in. So... I know you're going to go heavily on Virgil, and rightfully so. Um, so but my question to you, mate, is why is it so easy for teams to score this kind of goal against players that we've been calling world-class for the last six or seven years? Attitude, application, arrogance, to name a few. There's no, like, I, I know you saw the goal. I was fuming. If that's De Bruyne, if that's Odegaard, if that's uh, Rashford, do you think Van Dyke is stopping and letting the guy run past him? No. How, I, I don't understand. You're, and, and this is what goes back to what I was saying about you're the captain. You're, you're, the, you're wearing the armband and you leave it to somebody else to defend. Look, I, I, don't, I, I don't understand that. I don't think, I don't think people are realising how big of, a, big of a moment that is. And it's not like, oh, he pulled up with an injury. He literally he literally slowed down. And the guy's running into the air. I, I can't get on Robertson because Robertson's on, on the outside of him and there's not really much he can do. You, The guys, the ball's come over, the guy's spun you and you've left the guy and let him run on. What What's going on here? And you're meant to be one. And, and, and for the past three or four years, he was one of the best defenders. And I'm not taking that away from him, but that's that's, that's a lack of application. That's a lack of effort. There's there's no excuse for that. If you get beat by someone doing a skill and stuff like that, it happens. You're a defender. Yeah, of course. Someone, but you stopped running. You stopped. Mm. I can't I can't blame Kanate. Kanate tried to block the pass. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not on him. Yeah. Even, the ball shouldn't even got that far. Exactly. And that's what where I want to come in. Like, Elliot, in your opinion, when, you know, Dango gets the ball, and this is an issue I've, I've, I've pointed out was so for years with our team and this is why I think Fernandinho was such an underrated play for Man City right I always come back to Fernandinho and players like him they take the man out on the halfway line and take a yellow card and we don't Mm -hmm. have that like 
No, I think the word they say on the streets now is dog. Yeah, we don't have that in our in our place. No, no, no. I think that that was probably the only criticism. I think I could probably really think of now, and I think remember saying at the time when Liverpool went on to win the Champions League and the title and those mental seasons with the 90 points, Liverpool didn't have that, they still don't have that. And that goes back to the lack of investment in the midfield. It mm. goes back to maybe even just a, a, a teller, like teach them it. I know Guardiola, yeah. Guardiola is one of the most snide managers in the league with that, and it's fantastic to watch when you're a neutral and yeah, not when, right. when you're a Liverpool fan and seeing Sid City having to win every game, they win it and they just stop all these attacks. Liverpool had warning signs. They need they needed to like Real Madrid game the five two. When Fabinho loses that ball and possesses to run alongside Madrid, all you need to do is boost them. And it sounds harsh, but it's it's what football is. Give give them one, give them one. Mm. And the Liverpool seem only Milner. I think yeah, I only think Milner Milner can do that. I remember Milner coming on against Newcastle obviously only a few weeks ago, and he just started nailing players. And yeah, 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 it's yeah. fantastic. It's fantastic <laughs> to watch because you know he's been he's been go he's been. Th- going on there and he's been told go and do it why can't all the others do it as well it, it frustrates me as well I, I think that is one of the biggest criticisms for, for the, that, the midfield obviously there's a few issues with that midfield but that is one that's the biggest one I think 100%. that's what I was saying about this is why I was disappointed Henderson because no matter what anybody says about Henderson you give your all and he, Henderson would have berated Van Dijk if he had done it if he'd been on the pitch he didn't done that well it goes back to the United game at Old Trafford doesn't it when Milner gave him one I think, yeah, it, Milner and Henderson aren't scared to do that and so they shouldn't be. No, absolutely. And that's something I need to see more from, from the team. And um, yeah, I think uh, Mo puts it perfectly. I think this is spot on. It should be either Stefan or Elliot, uh, not both. I agree with that. Mm. Um, and I don't know I don't, I don't know what, what the thinking was, to be fair. There was a long time between the games. So surely one of the... I think Henderson was actually ill, wasn't he? I think Klopp mentioned... Oh, was he? The, yeah, I just re- oh, okay. something. Yeah, they, I think yeah. I've read the other cold, didn't he? So yeah, something like that. So maybe that's the reason. But uh, but he still came on. Yeah, he did. Uh, I, but... I, just one thing with that, I, and you can tell me if it's different. If a player is not one hundred percent, I'd rather him start and, and come off rather than, especially Henderson. Like again, oh, you know, I'm not Henderson's biggest fan, but like when it comes to him having the armband on. The team still has a stiff. I know the Madrid game is an outlier, but the Madrid, the the team, tends to, tends to have a little bit more of okay, shit. I can't really put a foot wrong because I'm gonna get berated. I don't get that same sense for Van Dyke. I, I I don't. I think I think that goes alongside the context of the game though as well because I think Bournemouth, we've got Liverpool went on a good run. There's a few wins there. The context of the game is Liverpool should just put Bournemouth aside like it's nothing. So I think that goes alongside the context, which goes back Maybe, to the attitude yeah. issue, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. And Elliot, we're going to come to the one of the worst <laughs> moments of the game now, mate. Um, <laughs> second half. In fact, <laughs> no, we'll skip over the subs. We'll come back to the subs a bit later on. I've got a lot to say about the subs. Uh, but Jota's on the pitch. Uh, he gets his chance at the back post. Uh, good header. It's going in. Um They've handballed it. We rightfully get the penalty. <laughs> Salah, who he scored in a Champions League final, he scored in shootouts. He scored so many penalties, but for some reason, mate, I'm never convinced. When he steps I... up, and I said, "Sorry," I, I said to my brother because we watch every single game together, whether we're in the ground or at home, wherever we always watch it together. I said to him, and this is no word of a lie. I said to him, this is not going to happen because he's the he's the club penalty taker. But I would rather Milner take this penalty because Salah, he's barely had a sniff. He's going to want this like so much. And I'm like I say, mate, he's he's got an incredible goal scoring record, but I don't know if it's just me. But I'm never I'm never sold on, on Salah when he takes penalties. Yeah, well, I I think it was before the season Liverpool went on to win the league, before that season. I was very much the same with that. I was always very nervous. I remember uh, Cardiff when Milner and Salah, going back a few years now, but Milner and Salah kind of had a little arguments on the pitch about who should be taking it. And at the time, I was thinking, obviously, it's Milner. Then Salah changed his run-up to the run-up we saw on Saturday, which he puts it wide. But that run-up always makes me feel much more confident when he just smashes it in the Champions League final. I, I always felt a bit more confident. I always do now, but... If Milner's on that pitch, it's Milner 10 times out of 10, and I can't believe it isn't. But I've read that Salah's now the club penalty taker and has been for the past two years, and that was news to me. 
And uh, Shigta, are you, do you share that same sentiment? Do you still win Salah? And like we must emphasize, right? His goal scoring record from the spot it. is incredible. But do you do you feel confident when he when he steps up? I couldn't believe it when he missed. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I, Why is he trying to go top bins? I bro, he didn't even. <laughs> I, I I kid you not. I kid you not. I was sitting there like this. I thought it went in because the goalkeeper goes one way. I so when I see it, it, when I saw that it's going that way, I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, bro. I did the bro. I said, I, I stood. I sat down in my living room thinking, how he's not even hit the chart, and it wasn't even like you know, like okay, sometimes you would skin the post or something like that. It was no way. Some kid in the back row has got the match ball. He's never done that, Tyler either, has he? Which yeah. I think is he's never done that, and I was I was shocked even more so because there's getting I, it saved, which has happened a few times. But as soon as he missed target. that, as soon as he missed that, that I was now you know what, Shakes? Oh, well, this is this is this is backtracking now. This is going back to when it was one nil. When when they scored the first goal, I knew the most we were going to get from this game was a point. Do you know what you We ain't come. We ain't come back from a goal down. Is that is that true? Yeah, that's crazy. What to win or to to win or to even because we used to do it on a regular basis. I won. I'm the amount of times I'd be out on Sky Sports when we won no down that's and we end up winning the game two one. Like you just yeah. do it. Yeah, but mate, like, like I say, this is this is how far this team's fallen. This is how far like my trust for these players has gone down because I'm not I'm like you, mate. I, I was I was saying on the space the other day, um, the the year where we won the I league think I was and, on that space, and, and Watford, yeah, Watford did this three 0 I was watching it with a group of my mates, and even at two 0 I was like, we're gonna come back, we're gonna win this yeah. game, <laughs> and like now it's like. As soon as we go one 0 down to a low block side to a team that are fighting, long day taking a point from the situation, long and that's day. bad shigs. But then, who? But who do you? And I always try to be careful in terms of how who do I blame. But at some point, it's a joint so thing. It's everything, a culmination of things that we're saying. The players, I, the manager, and the owners—all three of them this season for me. Okay, I, but still, though, it's. Why we when even when we won the league and we were doing well in the league, like we always struggled when teams just said, All right, come and break us down. Mm -hmm. Trent Alexander Arnold, this is why he's so good because and we'll get on to him business. in a bit, yeah, exactly. And you know, um, he's literally you can probably say Tiago as well, but when when we have him, it's like a miracle, but it's like he's literally <laughs> our only creative spark, and this is the problem. Shigs, you've we've been saying the same thing since 17 eight, Well, when we had Coutinho, we weren't saying it, but 18 yeah. 19, 19 20. Yes, we get wins, yes, we're winning titles, but there's still that lack of creative spark. And it's all good when you're winning team, when you're winning leagues, and you're on top, and you're in the best form of your life. Mm. But as soon as so things start to go a bit pear shaped, like, you a need problem. a bit more than a Trent Alexander Arnold cross. Yeah, and plus we and at the time when he used to do it, we didn't really have the tool. You had Mane, uh, Jota, mm -hmm. and, and 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 Salah. They're not really the tallest strikers you're ever going to get in the league. So you have Absolutely. to be pinpoint. But it's it's I don't know, like because it's it, when we when we it, it it did change a little bit when when they brought on Jota because I was surprised when he brought on Jota. And then I thought Gapko was going to come off. So he kept Gapko and then put Joe on. I know if I'm getting ahead of myself. But we had the four. And Gapko was getting the ball and being able to run at people. And it was causing problems. Yeah. But I think by then it was just, they just hunkered down and said, you not you shall not pass. No, some Gandalf style kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, Elliot, just going back to that creative point, mate. What, what What's your take on that? Do, do you feel like there needs to be some sort of creative spark brought in in the summer? <laughs> I, th I think... Listen, I don't think it was ever an issue as much as maybe people who love a big transfer made out in, in the season to Liverpool were playing the football that got everyone off their feet because Klopp had his system and everyone could see that system. It was so clear to see that those midfielders were not there to create. They were there to help the fullbacks and cover them fullbacks. And it was so much fun, especially by now in them big games. He was so good to watch. Now you look at the squad this season, you've seen Elliot play every single game He's not that midfielder. So nice. is he moving away from that? If you're going to move away from that, move away from it properly. Don't shoehorn players into a system where they're not, they can't play it. Yeah. Even though, and I'm not, I'm not criticizing Elliot in any way, shape, or form. I think he should have a big future, at, whether it's at this club or not. I'm not too mm. sure. But he should have a big future. He's he's so young and he's playing every game for Liverpool. You've got to have something. But that goes back to even Bechessage right now. 
uh, the, the data players for that system. Pichetta's might go and develop into one of the best midfields in the world. We're not too sure yet, but you're shoehorning plays into a system where you've relied on other players in the past, and I no. don't think it works. No, absolutely, and <laughs> this is why I think um, you know we, you can look at the lack of signs that came in. I think um, just bringing Otto Mello in was a disgrace, to be honest. Panic, um, panic, yeah, exactly, because like you say, mate, we've had to. I think the stat is Harvey's played in every single Premier League game, um, which is nuts for a nineteen-year-old. Well, I say centre mid, but we all know naturally he yeah. isn't a centre mid. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, Elliot. Like this, it's so easy to to ridicule Harvey. And has he been absolutely fantastic out of the world this season? No, I don't but think any of them have been. So no, exactly. And I didn't expect him to be because he, no, like we say, we're relying on this kid. We've got Naby who's not in the squad anymore because he's off. Oxley Chamberlain, who God knows what's happened to him. Artur, who's been injured for the whole season. Um, Curtis Jones, I think he's had injury problems as well. Uh, Tiago, who's made up of glass. So it's like we've, we've we've got the numbers, which I think was Klopp's point pre-season. But the reliability, like it's... you can't trust the players that we went into the season. Yeah, I, I, I never... I, for me, <laughs> Curtis Jones isn't a Liverpool player. Still this is the problem, Shiggs. If we invested in the right way, realistically, we could have loaned him out. Yeah. Or even sold him. I would have sold him because I yeah, I think he's still living off, living off that Everton. Yeah, and his stock was a bit like... I'm not saying we would have been able to get an absolute fortune for him, but like, I think at the start of the season, if you sell him, you, you're looking at 30 mil maybe because of, what? you know, the height. Hey, I think so. And the English. English I'm biting off their hands. Uh, mate, we got twenty think, for Ryan Brewster. Yeah, I think you, you could. That's a, a twenty thirty million in that bracket for Jones. I think it's I listen. If I if someone offered me Curtis Jones fifteen mil max, is what I pay for him fifteen. And I, well, I think Shiggs, I think you'd be surprised, honestly. Yeah, nah, I think one of the reasons. One of the reasons for Jones is staying, and you've just listed off a few midfielders there, and you can almost say it's quantity over quality, but one of the big problems, which I think everyone, including I, myself, I did in January, you overlook, is the English quota. We need English oh, players. Oh, is that part of it as well? There's a reason why Klopp has had to keep hold of some of these players. There's probably a reason <laughs> why Milner, Milner might be getting an extension. What? Is, is to fill, fill that. I think that is genuinely part of the reason why some of them Milner's feel... going to get an extension. I want him to. Possibly. Nah, bro. I don't I want him to play. He needs to, be, he needs to be yeah. part of the coaching staff now. Yeah, that's go. that's my that's my thing. I I don't I'm, I want Milner to get an extension, not necessarily to play. I mean, he could come in for Carabao Cup games when you're playing like a lower league side. But <laughs> the problem with Milner, and we've said this before, Shiggs, is when we offered him that deal, we've actually scammed him if you think about it, right? Because we lowered his wage, I believe we gave him way less money and I think Milner was led to believe that he was going to have some sort of like um, role in the club where it's more for morale and maybe not playing many games but because of all the injuries that we've just mentioned there we've actually had to play him so he's done himself out of some money yet he's played more than what he was playing at when he was on his his full contract so um, listen I I want Milner to stay around for whether it's on the pitch or off the pitch because I think if you're bringing in all these new players in the summer which I think we're all hoping we do because let's face it we need it on a scale um, of 1 to 10 how, how, how confident are you bringing in of them bringing in players what players or Jude Play, players, Jude or players? players. We're 100% bringing in players. I don't care what anybody says. There is no logical way because, sorry, I'm, I'm going on here, but I, let me just say this, yeah. FSG are money, men. And if they're going to sell the club, if they're not going to sell the club, whatever, but they know that they want their club to be at the highest possible value at all times, right? Yeah. If they don't bring in players in this summer, this yeah, club, yeah. we're not competing for top four. We're competing for top seven. Because that, honestly, you, you see all the other teams improving and we'll just be stuck with the same players. It's not going to happen. Whether it's Jude, whether it's someone on that stature or whether it's four, five, six that are around that 30, 40 million mark, which I think, yeah. to be honest, a lot of people have said they wouldn't be against that. Um, they will spend 100%, 100% in the summer. There's no okay. logical way as to why they won't. We've got three players leaving. They're lying on as well. Mm. I think the lining up investment has been a lot of. I know the whole, um, you know, you're meant to be sad. 
Um, Elliot, you've just frozen out, mate. I don't know if you can still hear us. Ah, there you go. Oh, back you're back. In... Yeah, he's back. Elliot, you Hello. Just sorry. froze for a minute there. Sorry. Sorry. Just... That... Sorry. The last 20 seconds of that, you don't uh, uh, have to repeat again. Right, okay, sorry. Yeah. There was obviously the whole thing FSG selling the club, but I think obviously that's been put to bed now. And uh, yeah. it looks like there'll be investment and they should, they should spend. They should spend. I'd be very, very surprised if the players don't get brought in and money doesn't get spent this summer. Yeah. I think this is a good point from Mo. Um, when the club signed that deal, um, I think he was given assurances, whether it was the, the summer just gone or we're going to get you Jude or whatever. I don't know what it would have been, but there's no way he stays around if, if he's not confident that he can rebuild this club to at least give it another shot for the Premier League and the Champions League under his reign. I, I just don't see it. Um, but we're just going to quickly go back to the game, guys, just real quick before we move on to Real Madrid. I want to talk about the substitutions and this one particular substitution that boiled my blood. And I love Jurgen Klopp more than the next man. You know, I get told off because of I will never criticise him. Um I just love that man. That man can do anything to me and like I wouldn't care. Like the substitution that boiled my blood, and I want to hear your guys' take on it, is giving Fabio Carvalho two minutes oh, at the end yeah. of this game because yeah. a week ago we were five nil up against Man United with 20 50 minutes him left. Him didn't get a go. Other games this season, he's not had a look, but in the game where it's it's inevitably fading away because he's taking off Trent for Milner. He's done all these other weird subs, and then right at the end, you give Fabio Carvalho two minutes. Um, Shigs, I want to hear your thoughts first, mate. I just want like what was the thinking behind that? What, why I have no idea. this kid that doesn't get a look in? You're bringing him on when the game is pretty in my, much done. In my opinion, Carvalho is a better player than Elliot. In my opinion. I can't I tell think, you, mate. I've not seen enough of him. I think he's the best player. <laughs> no. Yeah. I can't. I I, I'm sorry. I, I can't. I no, can't no. Say. But from what I saw when he was playing at Fulham. Yeah, yeah. That, at Fulham, he that, was. That, that Fulham team that got thing revolved around him. Now, people might say, oh, it's a championship. But he's still at like, that. For eight, how old is he? 19? 19 or 20, I think. For a champ, and the championship is a rough and tumble league. 20. So for you to be the, the, the center of the team to work, and then that happens. And then Elliot's getting played off. Like, could you imagine if Carvalho had been given the chances that Elliot's been given? Mm. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why. It's just weird. Okay, maybe if you don't want to play in that much in that same position, just give him opportunity. You saw what he did. What, what, Newcastle, if it, it's not for him, we don't win the game. Like, mm. I, and I get Elliot's won games for us as well against Wolves, but why has he not had the same kind of airtime? I don't. I. I. I for the love of me, I don't understand. And I think that's a bit. I. I. I think he, he was out of order. He, he, he could never. He could never. He could never do that. But I would have been like, no, I'm not going. And for what? I just. Elliot, do you have any ideas? I, I, it's for the two-minute substitution. I don't think there should be too much kind of uproar. But I do agree that maybe it's very harsh on to on him to throw him into a game that Liverpool are going to inevitably lose. But I think it's more interesting that Shota gets brought on into the front four and then Carvalho is getting the chance because I, how do you see that system with Diaz coming back? It's got to be a front four, surely. So surely then Carvalho gets much more of a chance. So I feel like maybe if you want to look into it a bit more deeper, but as I've just said, it's a two-minute substitution. Maybe I'm overthinking it as well. Yeah. So I'm not too no. sure. But I think I think a front four, if you're going to do the front four, Carvalho gets much more opportunities. And if he's going to move that system in the summer, it'd be very interesting to see how much more opportunity Carvalho gets. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I, I, I just thought it was a bit harsh because there was a better opportunity to bring him on against Man United for at least 20 minutes in that game. He didn't yeah. get a sniff. Yeah. Um, and he's come on there where, he, let's be honest, no one's going to do anything. Uh, but anyway, big up Asim from Born and Red, our, our good friends, um, saying Alfred Talk is his favourite. You're our favourites, mate. Uh, hope you're well, mate. Um, guys, that's uh, before we go on to Real Madrid, please smash the like button if you haven't already and make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single stream. Uh, Elliot, Real Madrid, mate. <laughs> what he's saying because we've had Mohammed and he's not here today. I, I wish Mohammed was here because he's been telling us that there's a chance if we get an early goal, you know, it changes. What are you saying, mate? 
I think if it was a two-goal deficit, I'd be slightly optimistic of Liverpool maybe pulling something out of the bag. But I think the way Real Madrid bullied that Liverpool team in the first leg at Anfield in the most disrespectful manner I have seen in the Klopp era, I don't think there's any chance after being about. And I think that's as, as blunt as I can put it. You can win on the night. I, I just I can't see it though. I think Angelotti, Angelotti had Klopp, Klopp where he wants them at Everton, and that's not something which has happened in our lifetimes a lot. So to have to have Klopp where he wants them at Everton and to get a winner Anfield at Everton, I don't think he has a chance. Klopp at, against Angelotti at Real Madrid, which we've seen twice in the past year now. Mm. Speaking of Mohammed, he is in the building. Uh, enjoying the stream, guys. Good, I cannot be there. Big up you, mate. We need your positivity for this game for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, because I'm on, I'm running on empty, bro. I've, I've got Azzy and Beal once said any standards. I've got nothing left. <laughs> um, so big up you, mate. Uh, Shigs, do you share that same sentiment, mate? Oh, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Uh... Uh, you know what it is? You know what it, it you know what it is? Like if we're the one against Bournemouth, I can say, ah, right, you know what? We can may not we may not go through, but at least we can go there with some confidence and, and, and maybe win the game. But after that performance against 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 Bournemouth, bro, Solanke was bodying, was bodying, was bodying Van Dyke. Van Dyke is trying to change. Change shirts before they've even released the match. This is a thing as well I meant to say about Virgil. This is why I'm a bit worried about him. Because I've never seen him defend like Nemanja Vidic before. And by that, I mean grappling players, pulling shirts, desperation to keep up with them. I've never seen Virgil. I've only seen Virgil drop off a bit. Okay, try beat me. Try get past me. That's that's my point. Like, I hope... You know what? I just hope, I can't believe I'm saying this. I just, I just hope there is a respectable score by the end of the match. That's all I'm hoping for, bro. Anything else after that is Keep a it bonus. single figures on aggregate. Is that what you say? Bro, bro. <laughs> I think if, if... I have no faith in this. this I, have, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I don't have no faith in them to get a result there. And hopefully they prove me wrong, but I just don't see it, bro. There's no. I, I, there's no conceivable thing where, I, where they don't score. Yeah, but I think you mentioned the Bournemouth game and a loss and it's kind of like taken away the confidence. If you want to try your best to flip that in a positive light, it could be the best game for them to react to. It's my 4 nil. We have to beat them 4-0 to go It isn't that, obviously. That's a very, very tough task, but it could be the best game for them to react to and even get a respectable victory. There, obviously, again, four 0 Sorry, Klopp, I know I'm doubting you, bro, but it's it's it's, it's sticky. Look at this right comment, now, man. Look at this comment. That Phillips right back attempt to smash Vinny. Listen, <laughs> somebody needs to stop that guy, man. He's this quality. guy, I don't know what we did to this this kid, but honestly, he <laughs> hates us. He's got um, a vendetta against us. This malicious guy, is, mate. But. Uh, Mohammed says Real Madrid could see chances, and it is really possible if we could keep the ball and defend well in moments and. Elliot, do you think, I know we're a bit down in the dumps because we lost to Bournemouth, but I think he was alluding to it that this is the sort of like, that maybe the best sort of game for us. Do you think, because if even if you take Real Madrid out of the equation, we've got Real Madrid, City, Arsenal, Chelsea, don't know if it's in that order, yeah. probably is, I don't know. Um, but do you think these teams that are actually going to come at us? We have played better. I'm not, look, I must emphasise this. I, I know what you're going to say. Go on, I know that we're going to come back. But, do you believe that for us now, these are the teams that we have to be playing, teams that are going to concede chances, that are going to be a bit more open, that we can yeah. counter against? I think it, it makes total sense that those are the teams that Liverpool are probably at the moment playing the best against. And I think it goes back to when Klopp's first couple of seasons, when Liverpool were in the situation they're in now and challenging the top four, they struggled with low blocks, but they were fantastic to watch against teams who were open. And it's almost, it's almost acceptable to say that I think because... Liverpool are definitely in a transition phase and they were in a transition phase back then. So you kind of, you've got to compare them situations and think, you know what, maybe Liverpool are, okay, they've went like that, but they've went well downhill. But the right yeah. track is maybe there because the right track was there going back to Klopp's first couple of seasons when they were also in that transitional phase. So yeah. I think the Madrids, the Chelsea's, the Arsenal's, the Cities, especially for the crowd, 
at Anfield, I think it could really help help them. I know only one of those games is at Anfield is Arsenal, but I think it's something for the players. They need to they need to feed the, the, the crowd needs something, even the away crowd. And I think it mm-hmm. it could be the best best chance. But four 0 when you say it like that, I always I'm always thinking of three. Because that's obviously the only extra time when you say four and it's a much more scary thought. And mm. and plus to stop them from scoring. That that well, the, yeah, the, there's the, that the, there's the that's problem as well. <laughs> I could see us scoring, but it, it's the flip side of because uh, Modric just <laughs> strolled past our midfield, bro. And he's about 40 years old. Bro, this <laughs> is my point. And, and like even when we I'm I kid you not, even when we were tuning up. I just, I, I didn't feel easy. I, I didn't. didn't. I'm not. I'm gonna put my hands up. I, I was thinking this is gonna be different with rattled nah, the other one. I, 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 I do agree with you. There, there, there was a ball played over to Vinicius, and Trent was running after him. I, I started getting PSD, PSTD, bro. I was just like. P- I just I can't even pronounce it. Anfield though, isn't it? It's bro. Anfield European night. There's no and this is Anfield. It's not even like it was yeah. in the burner bar. Like they came to our end and said, "All right, lads, let's uh, yeah. let's a new one." Yeah, Shiggs, I got a question for you. Yeah, who's gonna be the Divock Origi of this fixture? Uh, uh, <laughs> because that's your boy, man. We need. That, yeah, but we ain't even got him to do the thing, bro. I I don't know. I don't know. I. If if there is a hero, who's gonna be the Divock Origi? Nunes for me. It's gotta be Nunes. Absolutely it's absolutely has to be Nunes. He's Nunes, the one who can cause Nunes. all the havoc, all the havoc yeah. in the world. And he does wear twenty seven as well. So there we exactly, go, mate. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> I even bought after that United game. I had to buy the shirt. I was thinking about it for a long, long time. I was like, you know what? I've seen enough. I'm getting this shirt now. Uh, Mo says, Jota, big piece as Leighton Stewart. You got to go on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about, just to wrap things up, guys. Um, there was a transfer link yesterday. I'm going to try and get it up um, from a reliable journalist claiming that Liverpool are the best. Wait, I'll read it word for word so I don't get it wrong. Liverpool are understood to be the most serious suitor for Giao Palina, but other clubs are interested too. Fulham value the midfielder at 60 million. God um, damn! Shakes, I'm going to come to you, mate. Uh, from what I've seen... 60 of, mil! Of, from what I've seen of Palina, I think he's a sensational midfielder that would... Nah, no, listen, listen. Mil, listen he, he would improve our midfielder. Our midfield. 60 mil! But, yeah, Shakes, he's 28 though. 60 mil! That's bro, what I'm saying. I'm, 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 I, what, what's going on with this transfer market? The thing is, they bought him for like twenty or something. So it's like you, you'd think that even, even if like you're gonna sell him after, let's be honest, he's been really good for Fulham. And like I said, I stand by it. He improves our midfield drastically. Like you'd think you'd still accept improvement. For, you'd still you would accept forty million for that's a twenty-eight max, year old. Like, you could get forty. I see. This is <sighs> can't breathe. This is what's so annoying. We could have got Nunes that went to flipping uh, Wolves for 40 mil. And he's a quality player. Do you, okay, let me ask you this. I, I don't I don't know. I haven't watched enough of him to, to, to think he's valid. But do you think he makes a difference in our midfield? Who? Uh, Paulinho. Yeah. But I wouldn't okay. pay 60 mil for him. That's my point. Yeah. For, because he's twenty, he, well, he's twenty-seven now. But going into next season, he's going to be twenty-eight for sixty million. No chance. Um, if you can get him for forty-five, I might think, yeah, forty-five would give them Elliot. Nah, that's too much. <laughs> no, I think I think the most frustrating thing with that link is the fact that he was available, as you said, last season, and he was kind of we had Diaz Nunes coming from that league and we just totally didn't even think to look and he wanted to come to us as well you would well, any player would have wanted to come to us I'd imagine after that season last season so it's just more I think that's the more frustrating thing but I think again trying to be positive at least they're identifying players they know they need oh, someone the there big point yeah, yeah. So. absolutely uh, Kodir says that um, rather get Caicedo or Rice for an extra 20 million. Well, I think Rice is probably going to go to Arsenal. Um, I but I agree with that. Of Rice, yeah, anyway. the Caicedo shout. <laughs> absolutely. They wanted 70 mil for him, didn't they? There's, yeah, there's no chance we can get Caicedo and Jude 
and other players. So I'm not sure. There was a shout for Ugarte. I've seen this guy um, all over the timeline from Liverpool fans. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've watched him much. Elliot, do you have any insight? I only have a basic knowledge of him, to be fair. But (laughs) again, he's been linked, hasn't he? So going back to my original point, if the players are being linked, there's got to be something where they exactly. can acknowledge the fact that midfield... I mean, I think a blind man could be able to tell you that midfielders are the first <laughs> Liverpool team, so it's not really a surprise they're getting linked. Yeah. But it's nice to see. It's nice to see. Yeah, and I mean, you're, you're spot on. I think the fact that these names are coming out, whether it's going to be Paulinho or whoever... Um, I want to get your take on another one as well, uh, just before we finish. But I think you're spot on. It's important that we are seeing that they are identifying a position of the defensive midfielder um, as a sort of not maybe not priority, but they we need one, um, which is which is a positive. But Mason Mount. Oh, no. Uh, I see you're gonna hate me, Shiggs. I'm I'm excited by that one. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Because I'm on I, the fence. Uh, I haven't made my mind up. Okay, yeah. Why, why, Elliot? I, I, I'm, why, why are you happy we're going for him? I think I've mentioned a couple of times that going back to the seasons where Klopp was his first couple, he had the midfield base and it was almost everyone knew what was happening. You had Henderson in the, in the deeper role, you had Alana and Wijnaldum. I think if he signs Mount and he keeps with this 4 3 3, he wants to go back to that and have Mount as Alana. And I think that it could be exciting because I think Mount is good at going box to box. I think that's quite an underrated kind okay. of statistic. Not trace okay. he has. I think mm. I think he'd be quite excited, and he, he's got the energy as well for that midfield. But I think it's also a bit worrying, maybe for Elliot, if if Mount does get signed. Oh, okay. What's your caveat, mate? Why are you so <laughs> unsure about it? That guy don't feel me with no kind of pizzazz. Is that based on this season or just in general? Because just in general, let's remember, bro, like she, before this season, I just... remember Chelsea fans were telling us that he's world class. He's... Yeah, but those ones, those were the deluded ones. <laughs> like anybody that's been a real Chelsea supporter never likes me. And I've just, I've, I've, you know what? I, I, I try and be, when people say they don't really like a player, I try and, because I don't want, I don't watch football matches with commentary on. I turn the commentary down so I can just watch the game. So I, I I did he play? In, I don't think he played in the rest of the game, did he? He dropped out the squad completely. Exactly. You know what that's not there. a fitness right. thing, just because of the contract situation. It's been reported. Yeah, well, the team won three one without him. I think that's. I think you may be. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm reading that. I'm reading. Yeah, but I, I think there's gonna be. Agendas after think, agenda, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what he will bring to the team that we don't have already. Pace, power, energy, is something which everyone's crying out for in that midfield. And you, you I really think, think Mount has got that in his locker? Absolutely. Do you see that pass for the Champions League final? It's absolute fantastic ball. I, 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 okay, well, I wouldn't see. doubt I'm, Mason I'm, Mount. I'm open. I'm open to change my mind, but I just, I just, he's not, he's not English as well. English as well, I think, is kind yeah. of every, again, you uh, people more. But what, what salary is he on? Well, it doesn't matter. It's not my money. No, the thing is, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. The, 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 the thing about his salary is he's, I think it's important to remember, he's asking for over 200 grand a week to stay. Nah, at Chelsea. No, no, no. No, listen, to stay at Chelsea, if he could, oh. if he moves clubs, he's not gonna, he's not gonna get anywhere near that. He's just saying that because maybe he wants to leave or maybe he feels like. I don't know. He just needs a new deal. That's why he's asking for that much at Chelsea. If he comes to Liverpool, probably going to be 120 to one, maybe 150 max. max. He'll be on nowhere near 200 grand. Um, but my take on Mount is, I said I'm a bit on the fence about it. Um, I think he's a good player. I wouldn't say anything more than good. Um, still young, still at that sort of profile that we look for. Uh, when is, we bring he, players is, in. is this his last? One um... more after this. A year oh, in the okay. summer, so like this summer. That's why they're going to sell him because he's not signing a new deal. Um, so that you're probably looking at forty million maybe for him. Um, oh, yeah, which okay. with, uh, with how how we do deals, you'd probably say okay, we're probably going to pay twenty eight up front or something until the rest yeah, of the storm. Yeah, twenty eight plus Curtis Jones. Oh, six. Why are you always trying to exchange a player, bro? <laughs> to get the dead one out, bro. <laughs> why would Chelsea want Curtis? Uh, I don't know. Just try, try and put that in there. I don't know. <laughs> they've already got, mate, they've already got Gallagher. They've got Chuck Wameka. They've got 
All these other players that they probably like, need, we need to move to on. Clear the Deadwood out, man. Yeah, listen, we give you P. Take this guy, like you know, FIFA. Yeah, when you're off, I don't know if you play Kareem mode. When you offer like a stupid deal, they literally just walk out the office as soon as we <laughs> say like Curtis Jones, they're gone. <laughs> they're shutting the door. They're not coming back. Um, Kadir says, "Give them Gomez." I mean, I, I definitely don't <laughs> take him either. Uh, but <laughs> let me get back to my my Mason Mount point. I look. I said on on my personal Twitter that is this a signing, a potential signing that gets me really excited, like Thiago did, like Diaz did. No. Is this a signing that I'd welcome as long as it's part of like a free midfielder mini Yeah, midfielder? okay. okay yeah. Right, cool. As long as it's Mason Mount, Where, and let me, let me maybe ask, Jude Bellingham or somebody else, this, I'm cool with it. Go on. If, if Mount was the only midfielder, we No, 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 no. You're, you're taking the mic for that one. No, 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 no. Elliot, <laughs> do you agree? No, I think... Uh, absolutely not. I think the most important midfielder there will be... I, I'd even argue this is more important than a Bellingham is, is a Fabinho... Replacement. Maybe not, not maybe not replacement, but someone who... Can well, yeah, okay, yeah, Keep him on his toes yeah. for a bit. Yeah. Unless they cash in on Fabinho, because no, I think there's an argument... To, didn't they? Yeah, there's an argument to be had that, you know, we've not been is ruthless with our players as other managers have and other clubs have. And yeah. maybe we need to start learning from our mistakes. And when players hit a certain age, you cash in. But yeah. I'm not against, like you say, Fabinho staying around and another one coming in, rotating yeah. between the two, keeping uh, those a bit. I think it was needed, as we can all probably, hindsight's one of think yeah. it was definitely yeah. needed the start of this season. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, but guys, thank you for tuning in. We've just about made it to, well, it's coming up to an hour, so I appreciate Jeez. if you stuck with us all <laughs> the way. Uh, please make sure you smash the like button and subscribe to the channel. Let's get a little quick um, update of what we are on. I believe we've got a couple of new subscribers in the stream, so thank you very much if yes, you yeah. are new. We are 760 right now, so nice. please make sure you smash that button, guys. We are trying to get to a 1,000 um, as quickly as we can. Uh, big up to everyone that's come in. Asim from Born and Red. Make sure you check those guys out as well. Massive friends of us at the Anfield Talk. Uh, everyone that's tuned in, Mo, Kadir, Mohammed, um, everyone, Big Beast, Redbird. We appreciate it because, you know, these streams are hard to do at the minute, man. We want to bring you streams like when we were so excited about battering Man United and uh, all those games. But, you know, we've got, a, we've got a soldier through when times are tough, aren't we? So big up for everybody. Thank you very much, Kadir, for your lovely words. And we will see you next time. Take care, guys. Take care. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.